2: T-minus five, four, three, two, one. Calculating. On Another Planet with Planet Sportbet. Your world of sports betting. 18 plus, be Access granted.
1: Hello and welcome to On Another Planet with me, Emma Jones and Robbie Savage.
2: How are you, John I'm
1: good, thanks. How are you, mate?
2: Very well, after a good victory at the weekend.
1: We're going to talk about that very shortly, but first, I'm going to remind our listeners what it is that we do. Every week, we discuss the biggest talking points in the weekend's football and check in with Robbie about the latest at Macclesfield FC, where he's director of football. You can send your questions in to atplanetsfootbet on all of the socials and we'll do our very best to answer them. Right, you can have a humble brag now, because your Macclesfield FC side managed to come from behind twice to beat Ilkeston 5-3.
2: Talking about the celebration, Police Jonesy, when we scored our fourth. Oh, I was in the star lane and um, behind the goal. Um, wow, it was an amazing atmosphere. Credit to the Ilkeston fans as well. I think 150 of them in the away end. You know, in the pouring rain, singing um, very loudly. It was a great atmosphere and what a game. You know, we went one 0 up early. Um, great goal from Sunday. Then they scored, went 2-1 up. We just scored before half-time and then they scored a 40-yard free kick, 3-2 down. Then they had a player sent off um, and the game changed at that moment. It was a pivotal moment and we won the game 5-3 and the atmosphere here was, was, was absolutely fantastic. Those are the games on the Saturdays where you'd rather have games like that when you win them rather than a 5 or 6-0 because uh, it was just unbelievable. So... Um, We had an amazing result in the Cup the previous week. Since then, we've had the draw um, for the FA Trophy, the quarterfinal, Jonesy. We've been drawn at home to Colville or um, Bishop-Stortford at home, which is unbelievable. And We think we've got a real opportunity of getting to a semi-final of the Trophy, which would be quite remarkable.
1: I know you probably don't want to say too much, but does it feel like this Macclesfield FC side are riding a wave of momentum at the minute? We are.
2: We are. um, I Just... You know with maybe just trying to look uh, bring in one or two more players Jonesy for that playoff push the the, the window at our level shuts the third Thursday in March so we okay. still got an opportunity to bring in a couple of players um, but again with the budget with the balance of the squad you know you know maybe one or two players might have to go out to bring these players in to to, to level the budget but you know I I've done my due diligence. I've, 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 we've got you know a lot of players in mind, but it's getting those players over the line. You know, if you can just bring one or two more in for that playoff push, it'll do as well.
1: Well, is Tom Clare still on your books? Because he's returning from the Love Island villa soon, isn't he? <laughs> well,
2: you know, um, Tom Clare is. He's you know hopefully he'll win Love Island. I've done a little video for it actually. Um,
1: oh, you wished yeah. him luck.
2: Yeah, I believe he's moved. Oh, that's back.
1: why you've got your hair done.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe he's moving back up north. I, I think he he still wants to, you know, be a footballer. So again, that's the conversation I'll have with Tom when he when he returns up north. Um I know he loved his time here. Um you know, as an impact player before he left, he was doing great for us. So that's a conversation to be had uh, for next season. Oh. Um, yeah. Um there so you go, again, Planet
1: Sport exclusive there, there, there. there.
2: That's a conversation to be had. Um, but it's a it's a huge, what is it, eleven, twelve weeks to go. Um, Radcliffe, um, who have done unbelievably well in our division, will win the league. They'll go up and congratulations to them. Um, they've shown the most consistency throughout the season, and they've shown great desire because there's been times when they've scored so many late goals and credit to them, it's not luck, they do it on a regular basis, so they deserve to win the league, but finish, so, and what happens is, at at step three, the playoffs is second to fifth, so, second play fifth, third play fourth, but if you finish second, you play one-legged semi-final at home, and if you win that semi-final, you play the final at home, so again, finishing second is, is huge, advantageous, yeah, yeah, so again, that's the aim I think for ourselves. You know, there's about eight teams who can finish. You know, um, in the playoff position, it's so so tight. So every point is crucial, fine margins. Um, so again, the expectation of this football club is to be in the playoffs and get promoted through the playoffs and get to the semi final of the of the FA Trophy. And if we can do both of those, let's and go further in the trophy. What a remarkable season it would be. It really would. Look, mate,
1: I'm going to slightly digress now because I want to talk about Harry Styles, um, oh. who you'll have seen was at Kenilworth Road at the weekend. Now, I know at Matt, I've been there a few times. I know you've got your lovely hospitality area that's all very suave and swanky. Who is the most famous person you've had there and you can't say yourself?
2: Well, Macclesfield Town used to have Sir Alex here. I don't think he's been to a Macclesfield FC game, but you know we've had Tony Bellew, we've had Wayne Rooney... You know, we've had, Did you personally invite them? Um, no, so Tony Bellew was big friends with Neil Dance, who was our ex-manager, now gone on to be one of the assistant managers at Tranmere. Um Wayne Rooney, obviously big friends with um, you know Alex Bruce. Um, Darren Fletcher, who's at Manchester United, he's been. So, again, we have, you know, because of the catchment area and because of where we are, you know, we're around like Audley Edge, Wilmslow, Presbury, you know, some very, very affluent areas where a lot of footballers live. So again, you know, it's a, it's great on a because at these levels it's so accessible and if you've got youngsters, you can they're so close to the players, it's it's a brilliant, brilliant thing. You know, your granddad's being here, Jonesy, isn't oh, he my, it? He enjoyed it. He too many times.
1: My granddad enjoyed it a bit too much. So there's a little story behind this. Uh, Robbie and Rob, who is obviously the owner of Mac, invited um, my granddad, my twin brother, and I over. It was for the Champions League final, wasn't it? That and
2: it was it the Northwich Victoria game because. Yes, oh god, he has been
1: he has been yeah. a few times. And yeah, he, granddad, nice. he's been loving it. Yeah, um, yeah. So when granddad arrived, bear in mind my granddad turned ninety at the weekend. You know, he's not he's not a young man anymore. When granddad <laughs> arrived, they put out all the food and drink that anyone could ever wish for, which I loved because it meant I got some of it. But my granddad, he only has a chandelier in there, so when all <laughs> this beer was put in front of him, um, I'm not quite sure he could handle it because on the way home he ended uh. up rowing up into the Macclesfield FC shirt that had been kindly gifted <laughs> to him. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> poor grandad. Poor, hey, I'll tell you what, though. He had a lovely day. And the hospitality there, in, in fairness, and I, and I hope you know that I say this with respect, Robbie, Macclesfield, it, it punches above its weight in every area, really, doesn't it? With what you've done with it.
2: That's credit to Rob. You know, it's solely down to Rob. You know, he, he took a, a, a gamble, you know, a local lad. Um, as we know, we bought it off right move, but he's he's put his money in the bar. Twenty seven is is amazing. Twenty screens um, to watch live football. The gym again. He's a it's a match day experience, which is is absolutely brilliant. And you know, again, I, I read Facebook the other day, and I, and I've really come off social media in terms of looking for looking for the Five margins of what our fan base want because it frustrates you, it does frustrate you. You're, you're trying your best, you know. Myself and Rob don't get you know, um, paid for this, it's, it's because we love it. Um, to the point where I, you know, engage with a fan standing in the in, the, in our home and singing, um, <laughs> you know, and I, I seen a post on Facebook that you know, I'm an attention seeker. Well, it did, it did, it did make me sorry, laugh, mate. Rob. I'll delete it. <laughs> oh, oh just got that. Yeah, um, it does make me laugh that, you know, wh- Why would I be an attention seeker? You know, at um, um, uh, Macclesfield Football, I've wanted to, to, to be an attention seeker. I'm sure there would be a lot more things I could do to, to attention seek. So, again, because you're passionate, because you love it, because you know you're there, all, all of a sudden, because I'm standing in the home end with our fans. At three three because I'm I'm not the person, Jones. It, at these levels, you know, you're supposed to wear a shirt and tie when you go in boardrooms. Well we've got a pool table. You know? This is this is I'll show you can show you look. We've got a pool table in our boardroom. You know I love we, we encourage we encourage youngsters to come in. We encourage people from the opposition just to wear what they would go into a game. You know, we we don't want to be sitting in shirt and ties, you know, and I don't like going to when I go to away games, I like going with the fans. I don't like going in the directors box because you don't. I can't show my emotion. I want to kick every ball. I want to head it. out of play usually. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I want to be emotion. I want to be me. I want to be me when I'm when I'm watching my football club. And it's not attention seeking because I'm passionate, because I'm exuberant, because I care. It's just because I want this football club, this community, you know, to thrive. And, you know, hopefully I've helped it in so many ways with the publicity we've, we've given it, but it's so, it's down to Rob, you know, Rob's belief in it, you know, Rob's money. You can't, the sad thing is the the more money you've got at these levels, the better chance you've got. And that's, and that's a fact. Unfortunately for us, with our brilliant sponsors, you know, uh, the people involved in the football club, we have got a chance. And, if we don't go up this season, um, we've got to really go again next year and it'll be difficult, but I believe we will go up next year if we don't go up this year, but I'm not going to change. I'm I'm still going to be myself and I might be a, a bit different as a director of football because people say, you know, if you watch a documentary when I went in the fans and try to stop, you know, uh, you know, Um the scuffling on the terraces, that was just pure instinct and emotion. It wasn't because I wanted to do it. It was just purely, it's my football club. You know, I wanted to stop it. I think
1: you'll find, Robbie, 99% of people... Uh, especially, especially Mac fans will really appreciate you and Rob and what you're doing. But unfortunately, the 1% who you'll probably never please always have the loudest voices. So I think what you're doing right now in not engaging with social media and not seeking it out, any negativity, is the right thing to do because you cannot please everybody, so you yeah. might as well please yourself.
2: But Joe, you know, I feel much better from it. You know, Rob looks at it, Rob takes it to heart. You know, I used to. But now I, I, I don't because if you can look yourself in the mirror, you know, thinking, have I done everything I can for this football club to the best of my ability? And and I would say I have. So again, I don't go on social media now and look for negatives because all you do is look for negatives. Because you know, I I used to be one of those people, Jonesy, that if I if I had a good commentary, if I done something well and people were saying, Oh well done, I'd retweet it. And I'd be thinking, what am I doing? What am I doing? Why am I retweeting stuff like that? And I stopped that years ago because what's the need? As long as you know, and I do know that there's no stone unturned for this football club. Because if you know, if we do well, everybody wins. Financially we win because we get more people into the to, to the ground. You know, people spend more on the bar, the gym membership goes up, the pitch bookings go up. Um there's more shirts sold. Again, so we all, as a collective, all want to do well, and to the point where we reward our, our fans, Jonesy. That you know, in the FA Trophy, you know, we put um, money behind the bar for them to thank them for their travels and how they support us because the atmosphere at the weekend was amazing. So, without them and their support, we can't be who we are. So again, it's you know, it's a pivotal stage of the season. Um, um, And it's nerve-wracking, there's anxiety. On On a Saturday morning, Jonesy, me and Rob, you know, we're on the phone to each other numerous times. We can't speak. And after the game, the emotion, if you win, I never thought I would ever, ever get that emotion back when I retired. You know, I've got my two boys, my Saturday or Sunday is I wake up in the morning and for two days I can't sleep or I can't eat. And it's I've got the worry of Mac and trying to win games of football and I've got Charlie who's playing, you know, in the league, and I've got Freddie, my youngest, who's playing for Mac. So the whole weekend I'm just a bag of nerves. <laughs> a bag well, of nerves. Terrific. Look,
1: unfortunately, Robbie, time is up on this week's therapy oh, right. therapy session. <laughs> but we can do this again next week, but I am gonna have to increase my fee. Because you're talking too much.
2: (laughs) Right, (laughs) right, God, right. There you go.
1: Okay, well, we are going to take a break there, but very shortly, we're going to be joined by Team Talk journalist Harry Watkinson.
2: Planet with Planet SportBed. Your world of sports betting. 18 Begambleaware.org.
1: We are joined by the wonderful team talk journalist Harry Watkinson. Harry, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Hi guys, thanks for having me up.
1: Now, this is your first time on the podcast, so Robbie, I've promised Harry that we're gonna be gentle with him, alright?
0: Well,
2: Harry, Everton fan, um, oh, Struggling this year, Harry, but listen, I'm looking forward to taking on Harry
1: ways to make you feel welcome mate
0: <laughs> if we didn't have the 10 point deduction we'd be chasing Europe wouldn't we? so you know it's uh, nah we'll stay up. But we'll be fine. Un-
1: unfortunately you do so we do
0: <laughs> we do
1: for you though Harry what was your game of the weekend
0: yeah so I'm going to go with um, Man City 1-1 with Chelsea obviously it was a massive game in the context of the tra- title race um, I think Chelsea deserved a draw I think they were by far the better team in the first half uh, really effective on the counter attack you know, I think what Chelsea are missing, and this is something we write about with um with team talk all the time, is that Pochettino wants to sign a quality number nine next season. I think if they had an, a striker like an Azim Hen, who they've been linked with constantly, or or someone like Benzema, who they were linked with in January, a bit far fetched, but someone like that, um, then maybe it would have been a different story. Maybe they would have scored three or four. Um I think Man City were back to their old selves in the second half. Chelsea defended pretty well. Holland obviously missed plenty of big chances um, and you felt Man City were going to win it when they scored. Um, but if you'd asked me before the game who was going to win that game and I said Man City easily, obviously they didn't. And if you'd asked me before that game who was going to win the title before that game, I would have leaned towards Man City. But now I'm not too sure. So, yeah, I think it was a big result.
1: Robbie, I know you think Manchester City are going to win the league. But we have seen them struggle, haven't we, against some of the stereotypical top six this season. They've got to play Arsenal and Liverpool before the end of the season. Do you think those games and that game that we saw against Chelsea could be the reason, if they don't win the
2: league, that they don't? Well, I think they will win the league. I think that they're the only team who could probably go on a run um, from that end of the season of winning every game. I still think they're that good. Okay, they've drawn twice against Chelsea. They lost against Aston Villa. But... I just think with De Bruyne and Haaland, as Harry has alluded to, Haaland did miss some big chances, but that's a rarity for Haaland. I'm sure as soon as he starts you know, scoring goals on a regular basis again, his confidence will come back with De Bruyne. And that pass with De Bruyne for um, Haaland's header, you know, usually he's putting that away. Chelsea were fantastic in that first half. I've never seen Man City look so open. You know that, but there was a couple of occasions when if Chilwell could have put the ball over the top, Sterling was in. You know, I've never seen City so open in, in a half. But second half, it was it was City and City should have won the game really at the end. So I still think City will win the league. But I can't believe Harry's gone for the game of the weekend at one-one. All the away goals and goals in the Premier League, he's gone for a one-one draw, and he got a good Manchester team talking. So again, my <laughs> game, of the, my game, my game of the. I still think City will win it. My game of the weekend um, is going to go for Wolves. You know, as Ange Ball burst. You know, you look at Arsenal scoring five goals away from home. Well, listen, Spurs have done exceptionally well. They're going to win the We Played Well Trophy this season. Um, you know, I love how the fact that Big Ange has done well. He's got the crowd on side. He's got him playing a brilliant brand of football. It's exciting that high line. Yeah, he deserves all the plaudits. But inevitably, at the end of the season, what are they going to win? But they say, we, we're we loving the brand of football. We're loving going to Spurs. You know, they've had Mourinho, they've had Conte. But Ange has done well. But, inevitably, what are they going to win? With the exception of, a, yeah, we enjoy going to a football match again, for trophy. Wolves went there. Gary O'Neill, brilliant. Absolutely what a job Gary O'Neill has done. So, for them to go there and win 2-1 was you know, a fantastic performance from Gary O'Neill's team.
1: Do you think what we're seeing, Harry, from Wolves, is it all down to Gary O'Neill, do you think?
0: Uh, well, he's definitely galvanised his team. He's galvanised the fan base. I think you can see the connection he's got with the fans after every game. That's That seems to be growing. Um, he, he hasn't made a great deal of signing, so I think you can put down a, a, lot of the, a, a lot of the credit down to him. Uh, I think he did a fantastic job with Bournemouth last season. I think he was... Extremely unlucky to lose that job, and um, I think I think Wolves were right to take a punt on him. I think it's it's paying off now.
2: Do you think that he gets the plaudits he deserves, though, Robbie? I think he does. I I, I really think he does. I think you know he was on TV um, this season, wasn't he? Showing um, the tactics before a game. I can't remember which game it was. I think it was away at Way of Bournemouth, and they went into detail. He was on um, you know the Monday night football, and he showed a detail in which. Wolves and he went into preparing for that Bournemouth game and I think that is most you know teams but obviously it was highlighted because Gary O'Neill was on the show, Um, the intricate detail of preparing for an opposition and it was brilliant insight and I think you know he does get the credit I think people are talking about Gary O'Neill and and rightly so Um, again um, a young manager great energy um, and he he has been brilliant so I think he is getting the, the applauded
1: we're gonna talk about Man United beating Luton 2-1, but we're sorry, not-
0: Sorry, I uh I lost the audio then for a few seconds. I'm not sure. Oh sorry, Harry. Uh, yeah, that's what a lot of people Bags. Western
2: Jonesy Oh my okay.
1: god. I'm sorry for him constantly interrupting, Harry. Bloody hell. Just talk about walls for 45 minutes. Oh, that's you, mate. You're the only one that took- talks... I ask a question. You ask four questions. I ask, you ask, a, four question. Questions I ask sorry, a question. I ask a question, it's up to you how long you answer it, isn't it? Right, can you leave this bit in, Ant, please? <laughs>
0: This is incredible,
1: right, Robbie? Robbie, right. We're going to talk about Manchester United beating Luton two one. I'm going to focus on Luton very shortly, but first up, I want to talk about one of the standout players at Manchester United, in Coby Mainu, who has had many shouts for the England squad. Harry, what are your thoughts on that? Uh,
0: I think he's a good player. Uh, I think he's probably one of the best young uh, midfielders in the Premier League. I actually asked one of my Man United friends this question on do you think Kobe Menu should be in the England squad? And his response was kind of like, let's just leave him alone, let his, let him develop um, on his own. But if you ask me, is he good enough to get in the England squad now? I think he probably is. I think he is that good and he's going to be a top quality player, that's for sure.
1: Um, Robbie, I know you're a massive fan of his and I know that you would absolutely root for him to be in that England squad. Can you see why some people are saying, no, just leave him alone for now?
2: No, I, I can't because he's proven was it his eleventh consecutive start in a Manchester United team that are now, you know, unbeaten in five away games, was that the fourth or fifth straight victory, his composure on the ball, learning off Casemiro next to him, um he has been absolutely sensational. So again, you're looking at Gareth Southgate when he picks England squads, you know, right now, if you're looking at should Kobe Mainu get on form be in the England squad? And the answer is yes. But Gareth so Southgate, Manu, we know, is notoriously loyal to the players yeah, he likes. Correct. So right now, you know, uh, Jordan Henderson's at Ajax. Is he performing to the best of his ability? I'm not so sure he is. Calvin Phillips is not performing um, uh, um, well at all at the minute. In, at this minute in time for, for West Ham. Um, so right now, you look at Bellingham, Declan Rice, Cobie Manu, that midfield three. Wow. You know, the, why, why should he not be in it? He's developing at Manchester United Football Club, you know, with unbelievable players around him. He's, at the minute in time, probably their best midfield player. Uh, you heard Ten Hag yesterday, yesterday talking about Scott McTominay, saying he wished he could start with 12. And Scott McTominay's pushing for a start. But Cobbie Main, who right now is probably one of the thir- Him and Hoyland, um, after scoring in his sixth consecutive game, are probably the first two names on the team sheet for Manchester United Football Club. At 18, Kobe Maynou, there's no reason why he shouldn't be so in So tell English us court. then, what, what, t- tell what's us, the negative?
1: right, t- Harry, if he doesn't get into the England squad, can you offer us an ex- explanation that Gareth Southgate might offer if he doesn't include him in the England squad?
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. I think the the thing is about young English players is that we, we tend to overhype them. We see it time and again where someone breaks onto the scene, they they look fantastic, and you know you put them in the England squad, something like that, and then a few years down the line, you are looking back thinking, well, what's happened here? Uh, you know, for for an Everton example, you look at like for the likes of Ross Barkley, obviously, injuries played the role there, but uh, yeah, it's it's a really tricky one. Kobe Kobe Menu is has got the quality to go in the England squad, hundred percent. I, I guess it depends on his mentality. Um, the, you, you're probably right though Robbie, who gets in ahead of Kobe Medu instead of Henderson and Phillips and I don't think Henderson and Phillips deserve to be in the England squad at the moment so yeah it's It's a tricky one actually.
1: So basically it comes down to his youth and not wanting to Ooh. potentially shatter the confidence and the freedom that he seems to be playing with at the minute
0: yeah um, like I said this is, this is just what someone said to me the other day but I think that would be the argument. What is his mentality? But saying that he's playing for Man United every week, like you say, eleven consecutive starts, I think that shows pretty good mentality. So, yeah, maybe he should, maybe he should be in the England squad.
2: He's got the kid's got a great mentality. The kid's got a great mentality. What's the point of waiting? Because it might not happen again. If he, what happens if he loses form, if he loses form, goes out of the team, hypothetically worst case scenario, that's not going to happen. Why not pick him? Why not pick him? I can't. You got to pick him. on four. form. Well, we'll see, won't we? Let's talk about Luton now, though,
1: because where they're at, Robbie, is it just a case for this Luton side, do you think, of dropping everything and doing whatever it takes to stay in the Premier League? What do you mean,
2: drop everything? Well,
1: whatever style of play they're thinking, do they have to just kind of... Is it just desperate times? Whatever they
2: need to do to stay up, they do it. They've been brilliant. They've been magnificent, Jonesy. If you look at the way Sheffield United and Burnley performed, the three promoter sides, this freedom that Luton Town seem to be playing with, Everybody tipped them to go down, including myself, but I think they'll stay up. And Everton, for me, are a worry. Um, I just think that you look at the style of football, the pace they've got in the team. At home, I think they've only lost by the odd goal in a lot of games at home when they've lost those games against the big size. They've run Man City close, they've run Manchester United close. Um, Liverpool, they got the draw, I think, or did they get beat? Um, they beat Newcastle. Um, so, again, they've been magnificent. Rob Edwards, if they stay up Luton, he deserves manager of the season. No question about it. You look at, was there just over 11,000 at the ground? Probably the lowest budget. Um, you know, I heard a start that um, 10 years ago they were playing Hereford. Wow. Five years ago they were playing Fleetwood. And that um, yesterday they were playing Manchester United. So if Luton Town stay up, and I think they will, um, I think that Rob Edwards will be manager of the season, regardless if Pep wins another um, treble. He, that would be an amazing achievement, and I wouldn't say quite as big as Leicester winning the Premier League because I think that has never happened again. I think it'll be up there, you know, with that, with that because Luton Town. It's, it's a remarkable story, and they have been magnificent.
1: They have, um, Harry. I hate to ask you because I know you're an Everton fan, but for you, who do you think's going down? Who's getting relegated this season?
0: Uh, I think I think Chef United and Burnley will will be pretty sure they're going to go down. Yeah, I think it's it's between it's between Everton, it's between Luton, it's between Forest, and it's between between Palace. For me, um, I personally think that we've shown enough that we can stay up. We're only one point away from safety now. If you take the point deduction away, we're on 20, 29 points. So I think that puts but us in But you've, got, well. the you've got the points deduction, <laughs> So we yeah, have to factor if, that in. OK, my point is, if we continue playing the way we have as a mid-table team, I, I think we'll be fine come the end of the season. Um, I, for me, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, Robbie. I'd be really impressed with Luton. Um, I think you know you compare the way they played after going two 0 down, uh, yesterday to the way Sheffield United played and Burnley played. They kind of collapsed. Um, you can see that they all believe in themselves and the manager. Uh, so yeah, they're they're a big worry. They're a big worry for Everton. Um, but I I still think we've got enough to stay up.
1: Just finally, just on that. Um. Sheffield United obviously beaten 5-0 against Brighton at the weekend. They've now broken the record for the most goals conceded in the Premier League at this stage of the season. Robbie, look, it looks certain that they're going down, but what do they need to do in the Championship to get back up
2: again? Well, 65 goals conceded now in those, I think it's 25 matches. Um, what do they need to do? There's a big debate, isn't there, from fans that when a team gets promoted and they struggle in the Premier League, what you'll hear from some fans is, oh, don't know why we'd get promoted to the Premier League, it's much enjoyable in the Championship near the top, but surely, the whole point of being in the Championship is to win promotion to the Premier League, and it's proven it can be done, look at Luton, just look at Luton, you know, have a goal, be expansive, enjoy it, that's what Luton are doing, Um What does Sheffield United need to do? I think they need to keep hold of the manager. I think he needs to get his own players in. He needs to um, go back to the brand of football he had when he was there with his players. I think it's very difficult to enforce his philosophy on that team. You know, We knew what they were under Chris Wilder, the overlapping um, centre-halves, that brand of football. They were so entertaining. I think they need to stick with Chris Wilder, get some players in and get back to the philosophy philosophy which Chris Wilder had because in the championship they're very, very formidable outfit. And do
1: you think they can come straight back up?
2: Yeah, I do, yeah. I do. I think um you look at Burnley again, I think in the championship again, I think if Burnley and Sheffield and I go down, I think those two will come back up. If you know if they stick with the managers. Mm-hmm. Harry, do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I agree. I still think those two teams have better squads than the rest of the, the teams of the championship. So yeah I think I think they would come back up. I think they made a big mistake in selling... Sheffield uh, United made a big mistake in selling uh, Ndai, um after they got promoted. Uh, perhaps financially they needed to, but they were always going to struggle after that, after not bringing in a goal scorer to replace him. Um, so they're always up against it. I think they will go down. It'd be an absolute miracle if they didn't. Um,
1: and do you, think, do you think Everton will come straight back up if they go down, Harry?
0: I think we could be into Ooh. liquidation if we go down, to be honest. it's It's a, it's a tough... Is a tough one? Uh no, I, I do think we would. Uh it depends on how many players uh we'd be able to keep. Obviously we got about six or seven players on a hundred grand a week plus, so that would be unsustainable in the championship. Um so we'd have to we'd have to sell all of them. Uh it's whether the other players in our team uh would be enough to get us up. I think they would. Uh would but you know, you're gonna lose you're gonna lose Jared Branthwaite, who I think is one of the best young centre backs in Europe. You're going to lose Amadou Onana, who's being chased by some of the best teams in the world. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. I really hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, I think we would, but it's, it's hard to say. Because the financial implications for Everton and the mess we're in now could have, would be huge.
1: Harry, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. I can only apologise for giving you the Everton grilling though. Are you gonna come back despite that?
0: I'll come back and I'll I'll tell you both that I was right. So yeah. No, I've enjoyed Ooh, it. Oh
1: very confident. I've
0: enjoyed it. I've enjoyed Cheers, it. Harry.
1: Thanks, Harry. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks very much guys. Cheers.
1: That is it for another episode of On Another Planet with me, Emma Jones, and Robbie Savage. Thank you, as always, for listening. And remember, you can send all your questions in to SportBet on all the socials. We'll see you next week. week. Bye. Doodles.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On Another Planet with Planet Sportbet. Your world of sports betting. 18 plus. BeGambleAware.org. Podcast Network.